it takes a second before it actually starts. I, I just like went to like, ooh, like here's the guy. Oh, I'm just okay, gonna start okay. from here. So you might, you might have to walk for a second. I don't really yeah, remember how, I walked how this a couple went. Minutes. Like I think the whole thing, when it was said and done, was like a 30 minute tour. So please welcome to the Sykes Building, named after James Sykes. At this You go crazy. Blood poisoning. I used to have toys that were painted with blood paint. God, I did too. They stopped doing those that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. were specifically like toys from China. They had lead based paint. Yeah, I had a Thomas wooden caboose that's painted with lead paint. We had to send it back. And then in return, they gave us like a golden Thomas and like another one too. And I'm like, oh, cool. Also made of lead. I lost my caboose, but I got two new trains. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but I think it was just like me and my brother that had that toys like that so mm-hmm. maybe that's do why you think, some kids yeah. are the way they are now because of they were they uh, found this man they were able to charge him he would go to jail not for intentional homicide uh, but rather an unintentional homicide uh, and really his greed got the best of him 
James Sykes will go on to become an elected representative here in Delaware, uh, eventually a governor. He's actually buried not far from here. Uh, and I have no doubt that saving lives and finding out what was killing people uh, over really helped play into that. This is why I don't like doctors. Don't trust them. They'll kill you. At least this one did. Back when it was like, you have a headache. Let's drill a hole in the side of your head to drain out the bad blood. Yeah, that just were weird. Oh, you're going crazy? Shock therapy. Like, oh, you got a paper cut? Let's just chop off your hand. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've watched, yeah, I've watched those videos on those, on those, like, primitive surgery things where it's like, you know, in order to be more spiritual, we're going to cut a hole in your skull right here. Yeah. Now you're more in line with the gods. Good stuff. Yeah, some of the tools they still use today. In, in a, yeah, to a certain degree. All right, let's go. We love murder. So that was an interesting one. Kind of a, you know. Yeah, the next one is like, is was kind of smart, but also dumb. It's Jason, and we're not uh, FaceTiming. Okay. We're recording for a podcast, but thanks, Dad. It's very important. Guest appearance. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Yeah. Beautiful uh, ground in uh, Delaware. Yeah. Well, uh, love the brick. We're in downtown. We were in downtown Delaware. So it's all mm -hmm. that entire area is all like historic buildings. We're gathering up. He's about to start again. Let's go back. 12 seconds later. This one might not stay in, to be honest. The audio is terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I cannot hear half what he's saying. Just in case it doesn't work, I do remember the story. The specific story was like, this guy, I think he was a dentist, actually. Um, but he decided to commit insurance fraud. Oh, I was going to say tax fraud as a joke. No. <laughs> he committed insurance fraud. What happened was he invited this guy over. that was like a relative or something. And then in order to collect his life insurance, bashed his head in and killed him. Um, and then he burned the house down around him. You know, like you do. Yeah. Found the body in the house dead and it was like sketchy and everything. And he left after the house burned down, collected all the money. And then they discovered that this guy killed the other guy and was like, hey, sus. And um, they uh, caught him <laughs> and he got arrested. That's the gist of the story. It's the gist of what happened. But yeah, he killed his family members so he could collect their uh, life insurance policy. It'll go. It'll work. Well, yeah, this was a double murder? Yes. Double murder. I believe. Yeah. He was killed by his best friend, James Clayton. So James Clayton helped the Clayton family that Delaware knows and loves. The two men were in love with the same woman. John Adams was a okay. sailor. James Clayton was still trying to figure out what he wanted to do in life. And it was generally believed that John Adams would have actually ended up with this woman. He had a steady job. Uh, he was well-known, well-liked in the area, and with James not having fully decided what he wanted to do yet, John was the better catch. During the conversation that was taking place in the tavern, James is somewhat understandably upset that the woman of his dreams has chosen another man, and decides that he's going to insult her. Well, this is too much for John. And John pulls out a knife and threatens him to take it back to the stab him. James gets scared, and remembers that his brother, whose office was right where the Supreme Court is today, has a gun in it. That's the that's the video. Yeah. That's where it ends. Oh really? Yep. <laughs> oh well, this guy's brother had a gun in the office. 
and he got the gun and shot his friend. Like any old tale between friends turning into enemies, there's a woman involved. I'm telling you, like everything in the olden days is like, there's always a woman involved. But they were talking the moment he like introduced what happened um, between the two. I was like, oh, it was over a girl. Um, but they like, this guy murdered his best friend. as, And I think he murdered the woman too. I was like, a, if I can't ever, no one can. All right. So that's part two. So now we're going to head back uh, up here. Oh, this one was like a mass murder. Not like a huge mass murder. This case actually is really important to like um, cases in terms of like court law and everything. Because... The murderer sent a package, but it's part of why we have, it contributed to certain mail laws and such, um, and why we check mail now. Um, like the Tylenol murders. Yes. So this one, they, they added something to uh, this chick's chocolates. Um, this guy, he had this really quirky habit of cheating on his wife. Ooh. And his mis- one of his mistresses, he left to the other side of the country mm. and, like, left his wife and his kid behind. And he then he went back um, and his mistress, his main mistress, um, sent his wife this box of chocolates and killed his wife and his child. Oh. Yep. But because she was in California and the crime happened in Delaware, it was very difficult to get her over in Delaware where the murder happened to put her on trial and everything like that. But it was really big because it was also one of those cases where it's like, women can't murder. Fun fact, Busty. Fun fact. Women can Yes, women can murder. And women are much better at it than men. <laughs> We can talk about the sexism of murder sprees another oh, time. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, all right, proceeding on with the voiceover. I hope to see you soon, Mrs. C. She did have a very close, couple of very close friends who all with the last name C, and it was a box of chocolates from her favorite chocolate place. She had a well-known sweet tooth. She shared them with the family. They got sick. A couple days later, uh, Mary Elizabeth and her sister Ida will both die. Her father, John Pennington, is understandably distraught. These were his two only daughters, and they're both gone. He is also fairly wealthy, so he is actually able to hire a chemist, not something that is common at this time. And the chemist is able to prove through his tests that the chocolate packaging was laced with arsenic, thus proving a purposeful murder. That it was, it was premeditated. He then has a private team of investigators trying to figure out what happened. Uh, it's an absolutely crazy case. First, they start with the husband, John Dunning, uh, who was found out to have been, uh, before this, he had lost a job, his job. So now he has found a new job with a new newspaper, and he is covering the Spanish-American War. He is not in the country during the time of these murders. Uh, the papers are absolutely crazy if you're reading them in Delaware, because even though it's obvious he wasn't in the country, they are still sure it was him. But further research turns out it was his ex-lover, a woman named Cordelia Bodkin. 
John Dunning had broken up with her just a few weeks before she put this plan together, saying that he wanted to move back out here to be with his wife, and more likely his daughter. Uh, he wanted his family back, and he was starting a new life. He was giving up drinking as best he could. He was giving up gambling as best he could. Uh, and he was giving up adultery, technically yes. And so he was going to move back out once the war was over. Cordelia decided, if I can't have him, no one can. So she placed the poison, put it, the chocolates in those wrappers, and sent it out. The problem was the, with the court case is things when done legally have to be done specifically, and if you don't use the right specifics, it doesn't work. The first thing they tried to do was uh, extradite her back to Delaware. She had never been to Delaware. The legal word back and extradite cannot work in that scenario. So they couldn't get her on that. Then they tried charging her for murder in California. The murder took place in Delaware. They couldn't get her on that. Uh, it took several months of writing and rewriting this and figuring out which would eventually become new laws on how to handle a case like this. Uh, they get her to court. It's still the crap show. It is actually referenced to be like the O.J. Simpson trial but of its day. They get her to prison. A couple months later, the judge who had sentenced her to that prison is out for a ride and looks over and goes, Is that Cordelia? Did I lock her up? What's she doing out here? Cordelia's lawyer immediately said, Look, look, she looks like another woman. It couldn't have been Cordelia. Let's do a retrial. Retrial of hers. They managed to keep her in prison, but it comes out that she had been sleeping with all the guards. They had let her run the prison, basically. The collective ooh, ooh, ooh of the crowd there is... <laughs> because she had slept with all the guards, so of course they're going to help her out. That's, the, that's like how the character's like, all the guards, and everyone goes, ooh, whoa, whoa, hey, yeah, you know. The T. I don't know, and they're like, oh, this is like the O.J. Simpson case of the day. Um, because it was like that popularized. It was one of the first ones that they had like national news reports for. That kind of stuff. So it was actually really cool. Um, and I also find it really funny that they're like, oh, she looks like this woman. I think it was the other. It couldn't have been her. Uh, they will send her to a much more secure prison where she will die a few months later of an STD. Karma. It was crazy. She died of an STD. You know who else died in prison of an STD? Al Capone. Yeah. Capone died of syphilis. Like he got... First of all, he, uh, first of all, I think he's cool. He's actually, he was actually in prison not very far from here because he was imprisoned in Philly. They arrested him on tax fraud, not for any of his mobster stuff, but they caught him on tax fraud. Um, and then he died in prison from syphilis and he went crazy <laughs> from syphilis. Um, because syphilis can attack your brain. Get tested. The only reason we know about this murder is because there was an ex-police officer who lived right down the street here who did the research and wrote a book named The Chocolate Candy Murders. The, the full details of this whole case and the whole story are so insane uh, that it, it is beyond belief that this could have happened. It was one of the first transnational murders to occur. Uh, there really hadn't been murdered from one side of the country to the other at this point. And because she was a woman, it wasn't easy because people didn't believe at the time women were capable of such a brutal murder. Oh. 
So those are the main stories of the true crimes of Dover. Are there any questions? No nope, questions. No questions. Yep. And then after that, he talked about um, that was just in Dover. That's just in that city. So it's not yeah. like a very huge area. And that doesn't even cover all of Delaware. But he told us afterwards, and this happened in Sussex County, um, which is further south. Um, and further south is important in this. Because um, Delaware is a border state. Um, was a border state in the Civil War. And this happened around Civil War era. Uh, one of the first serial killers mm. in, De- um, in Delaware, in the U.S. in general, um, was also a woman. Um she's like he she was like history books say that she was really ugly um she was married to this guy and she started a brothel but because she was ugly the brothel didn't do very well and as the build it the business was failing um she decided to use it to kill anyone that looked even remotely wealthy um that would come into the brothel if you looked even remotely wealthy she killed you stole your money um but she also had a hand in the slave trade if i'm not mistaken too because she'd like help people from like even further south she'd help slaves she'd help slaves escape by selling them back to their owners or to other places down south. Crazy stuff. Yep. Well, definitely intriguing looking into the true crimes of Delaware. Yep. Um, this concludes yeah. our um, Comic-Con content Indeed. trilogy. Um, also, congratulations to the winners of the art contest that were announced uh, yesterday. Hold on. Let me get the list of who they were again. Um, I'm going on Discord one sec oh yeah join our discord um (laughs) yeah do that the link as always is in the link tree linked in the description of every podcast so go check that out we just wrapped up our third season our own podcast on the side but really this is kind of the honest which was kind of which was kind of this who's on the side right now cfnc is on right now cfnc is on on the side but usually this is the side gig um but currently because the season has ended well, also, Steven's is kind of continuing to go for more bonus episodes as I've been handed them. Anyway, they are both of the gigs. Calista and recently went yep. to a concert a few days ago. Go check out travel uh, vo- her travel travel, voice. Uh, travel vlog. Tra- travel? travel See, I was also pondering this when I was writing the description. There's a vlog, yeah. which is a video blog. Blogs are blogs. So, like, is, is a podcast vlog a pog? Yes. Back to the art contest. Um, congratulations to... Uh, Lady K, uh, Aria Hearn, and K Art Tavern. Um, good job on all your works and all the other participants um, who participated this week. And stay tuned. If you're interested in joining in doing the bi-weekly art contest, the current theme is turn your pet into a superhero, um, which I'm really looking forward to seeing all those. I'm not a judge. I just like looking at everybody's stuff. It doesn't matter if you're... Uh, the next Picasso, or you just like drawing stick figures, uh, go ahead and join. Anyone can join. Um, I mean, you can't, you can't lose. Your stuff gets out there um, either way. Um, in the coming weeks, we have on Monday, I believe, 
we are dropping content from the concert I went to. Um, it was a Stray Kids concert. Um, for those of you who don't know what Stray Kids are, um, they're a K-pop band and they're absolutely amazing. Um, I'm still like riding the high of the concert, even though I was in the nosebleeds. Um, but it was so much fun. They're really entertaining to watch. Um, check out their music. I love their music. But yeah, we have that coming from the concert. Um, I'll be posting stuff on Instagram, some videos that were taken and whatnot. Um, and then afterwards, we have a couple artists from Webtoons coming up um, that are going to do a couple interviews on here, which I'm very excited about. Um, very excited to talk to all of them. Um, and yeah, that's what we've got in store for everyone listing uh in these coming weeks um hopefully we'll have more artists to interview as i get more responses absolutely so thank you all for listening yeah. to our episode and we will see you all uh next time on combo curious podcast bye. bye if you haven't already head on over to couple friends with no class which is another podcast that jason and i host um with all of your other friends go ahead on to see if and see if you want to go check out more content after class summer internship is complete episodes coming out throughout the school year stick around for 10 episodes or more probably definitely more than 10 episodes now that all the things we're planning 10 episodes of the main series potentially some dungeons and dragons we'll see about that ella asks the world might come back band camp stuff a whole bunch of fun things in store there after class internship here at combo curious is done head over to see if and see as always linked to that podcast is in the description but anyway if you haven't already go over and check it out